floor is yours. Welcome to the Burn It Down NASCAR podcast. Post Coke 400. Pre Darlington. All I can say is that was a good race. It was exciting. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was scary a couple of times. Yeah. Um, what was your what was your I seen I it? seen a lot of people complaining, well, this is the there was a stat out there since it was the first race, first cons- but how would I put it? This is the first time since I think 1998 when there has been three consecutive races with a combined five cautions or less. And that's only because of uh, the no stage breaks in the road courses and like whatever one caution, two cautions they had. So people are like, oh, there's no cautions. Like, well, it was good racing. Like, yeah, they rode around for the first stage because they're feeling the cars. And after that, they stepped it up with the three wide in Daytona. And then it got, you know, squirrely and obviously with the crashes. But. Well, yeah, they, they did. They weren't allowed any practice. They unloaded, went through inspection and qualified. Yeah. So, yeah, that first stage, they were figuring things out. Well, they qualified all in a different, you know, time of day, too. So. Yeah. Um, we'll get into the niceties about all of it. Um, congrats to Chris Busher, the winner, the third win in five races. Didn't have that on my to, uh, bingo card. I know I didn't either. And Keselowski pushed him across the line. If it was anybody else, he would have, uh, hung him out the dry. <laughs> I'm I was surprised he still didn't do it. I was thinking while I was watching it that on the last lap, uh, Busher would have pulled over and let his boss win one. Yeah, I I just think he's, I I think it it, it just shows you how dedicated Brad really is to making 23, not 23, I'm sorry, RFK successful. And he's he's putting over him winning over you know I mean his team winning over him. I I do like your your uh, take on it. I really do. Uh, however, I would have done this. Is me. Yeah, I would have done it. This is me. I'd have had a little conversation with the boy afterwards, dude. Yeah. All you had to do is just let me get up, side draft you. I'd have pulled you back in. I'm. The owner here, I didn't get a win all year. Now you got three, which is great. Great for the company. Yeah. But I would have not been especially happy with him. But on the other side, I get it. It's competition. We don't want to see games If Brad wanted to take it, he could have taken it from him. He pushed him so far ahead, he had he could have easily dove. There's, that was my point. There, they were so far ahead that and, all yeah, Busher had to do. But Busher didn't have to move. Brad could have moved him and just made a move. So it... It was. I, I think just Brad is saying I want this. He. I guess he was. He was taking risk free because if he could have, he could have caused a crash. He could. You know what I'm saying. So he was just like, you know, what? a one-two finish is better than a possible one and me crashing finish or him crashing and you know both crashing. So he just took the one-two finish, which probably hasn't happened in a Roush in probably 15 years. It's been a long time since they've had a one-two finish. 
But anyway, congratulations to Chris. Like I said, three in the last five races. That that's just flipping awesome. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, five Fords. Uh, in the top ten. Uh, anyway, finish up top ten. Almirola, Elliott, Logano, Bowman, Bush, Byron, Harvick, and LaJoy. Uh, did you notice anything about what I just said? LaJoy? No. Well, that that's notable as well. Not a single Toyota in the top ten. Yeah, they had problems. They were good, but they had just had problems throughout. Um, the Ford dominated. That's just simply put. Oh, they dominated uh, qualifying. There, there was uh, six of the top ten in qualifying. Were yeah. Ford. Ford was really good. That's why I didn't really think Chase could do it. And after that last restart, when I saw, I don't know if Bowman laid back or he just couldn't stick to Chase's bumper. Um, I knew Chase wasn't going to be able to do it. it was, even Kyle Larson couldn't push him. Did they? Chevys couldn't stick nose to tail like the Fords could. There's no way they were going to compete. I agree. It was... Chase should have took the top and not allowed Brad to get behind Chris. Simply put. But he allowed the two teammates who are strong all the, all day together, nose to tail. Why? I, I mean, that's hindsight, but why would you do that? You knew they were good. Well, I'm going to say something here, and I don't know if you'll agree or not, but I'm actually happy that Chase Elliott and... Uh, Bowman didn't, or is it Byron that didn't? Bowman. Bowman didn't make the chase. I, I'm actually, and I'm, I'm a Hendricks fan. Uh, back to Jeff Gordon when he first started. Uh, and my reason for that is I don't think they should be eligible for the chase. And I, and again, I'm a, a chase fan. I don't, I don't like that they're allowed to miss races but again the precedent was set way back when when kyle bush broke both his legs in the xfinity well uh, at the time bush race in daytona and they made that exception to get into the playoffs so the precedent was set and i get it the, that it was set years ago i still don't like it if you don't race the full season schedule I don't care what the reasons are. Don't go snowboarding. If, you know, uh, Kyle Larson, bless his heart, he races anything on wheels. He's taking a chance. And if he gets hurt at a late model or a sprint car race and he misses, you know, even one, I think it should be in the rule book. My humble opinion if you're eligible for the playoffs, you must complete all 26 races. Otherwise, you're not eligible. It's just... You mean complete or start? Because there's been a lot of starts, so they get the start, but then they have somebody... Start, start, yeah, they're going to get taken out. Not everybody's going to compete complete every race. I, I said that wrong. I think they, they must participate in, I guess is a better word, in every single one of the first 26 races. And I also believe it's time for some of the owners to put the foot down, especially Rick Hendrick. It's like, look, guys, I appreciate you got a life of your own. That's all good. Do it in the off season when 
we start the Daytona 500, you're mine. You don't do anything but race my million-dollar car, and that's that. Sorry. Agree or don't drive. Yeah. I, I'm just that. And again, I'm applying this to one of my most favorite drivers. I, I do. And like I said, I was honestly really happy that Chase and I'm not so much a, a Bowman fan, but uh, he's still Hendrick. I was happy they didn't make it because they got those exceptions. And I don't like that. I just don't. I don't care. You can miss a race. Just get rid of the stupid waiver. As long as you fit the criteria of a win in top 30, you're good. Even if you miss a race? Yeah. Don't bother me. I kind of like that. I kind of like that. But then... You have to compete. If if you're able to compete, compete. If you're able to compete, you need to compete. You're just like, oh, I don't want to race today. But... A suspension, you, you know, you can't really confront that. But if you get hurt, you get hurt. You know, what if a lot of these people, like, let's say um, he's not racing anymore, but Clint Boyer, he's a farm boy. What if he got hurt, you know, farming? And it oh, happens, Earnhardt, you know. Earnhardt, you know, he was famous for that. Uh, so you can miss races, but, like, it's, it's just you're not going to go home and just sit in a cushioned room the whole time i understand snowboarding and all these sprint cars and crashes i get it that's a little extreme but i mean screw it get rid of the waiver system but if you're the top 30 with a win or top yes top 30 with a win screw it you're in i don't know is this me i I think you got a better honestly i I will modify my my statement (laughs) uh no it's fair Get rid of the waiver system, and if you can still compete in the X amount of races yeah. that you compete in with a win and stays top 30 in points. Yep. I understand what you're saying. I think you're obligated for your one, for your sponsors and your owner to drive if you can. But, it's let's you know, yeah, you're extremely, you get hurt. I mean, you can't race, but screw the waiver system. Stop letting NASCAR dictate you can drive or not suspensions and whatever but if you're if you get a win and you're top 30 if you miss a few races because of you got hurt or a suspension screw it nascar get rid of the waiver system be done with it you're just that's just interfering more in my opinion i agree i i'm with you there i i'm actually with you um i'm glad we talked that through because i was like i'm sick and tired of this where and again I talked to a few well, people. Well, it's a huge topic ever since Chase got hurt. And then Bowman yeah. got hurt. And then the suspensions. And then there was Bubba last year. His, you know, he was championship eligible. They waiver system because he got suspended. It's just, screw it. Get rid of the waiver system. Stop, you know. I know NASCAR wants to have a thumb on everything. Especially with this new car. But, screw it. Get rid of the waiver. Just have it simple. If you win a race and you're top 30 and you, you race every race you can possibly race, I mean, you should. You're, you ask your job. But if you can't for rational reasons, I get it. Which Ryan Priest, man, if he, if he, if Ryan Priest took off this week, I would not blame you one bit. 
We haven't heard if he if he is racing or not. They're they're keeping pretty hush hush. I, I can't verify it, but um, that he will. He's saying he will be in that car. Not that it matters for the playoffs because he's not in it. No, but it's but, good. It's good for one NASCAR. Like, oh, look at our car. It's so good with the worst wreck that's ever had in probably thirty years. No, no, I think Austin Dillon's crash was pretty wild a couple years back. But the flips uh, was wild. Kyle Larson in the Xfinity race at Daytona where the motor ended up in, like, row number seven. Yeah. Tore the whole catch fence down. That was that was bad. And, and, another, right. and another thing going on, I know we're kind of going off, but people are like, well, we need to uh, rethink Super Speedway Racing. Shut up. Super Speedway Racing is part of racing. If you don't want it, don't watch it. Stop trying to well, change this shit. I think there's... You know how for a long, long time they'd have a short track car, they'd have a yeah. road course car, they'd have an intermediate car, they'd have a super speedway car. Oh. I just... One size fits all for every track I don't like. It's... it's they need to make modifications. One of the things I noticed is that once them... when when again, I I don't want to ruin our discussion a little bit. When Priest hit the edge of that feeder road, whatever it was, and that air got underneath sideways. It's just when he got sideways. That- everybody's like, "Oh, the grass made him turn." No, when he went sideways, he went airborne. Sorry, it's just yep. the force of that because speed. All of the downforce yeah. and safety issues were ineffective at that time. Leave that alone for now. <laughs> um. Of course, uh, Blaney and Gibbs uh, back in 35th and 36th, um, and I got really irritated when that happened. Uh, I had so many people I had to slap down. No, oh, Bell, Bell, or uh, Ty Gibbs caused that. No, that was Christopher Bell. He's pushing. He flat ass ran into him. Yep. His own teammate took him out. Plain and simple. Period. It was un- unintentional. He was just pushing. He's pushing. Oh, I'm not much. saying he did it yeah. intentional, but Ty Gibbs did nothing wrong. Nope. He did nothing wrong. Nope. He just got turned by Bell and... Off he went. Uh, Blaney. And, and the, you know, I, I saw some uh, comparisons this week. Side by side of the hit that Blaney took in almost the exact same spot that Dale Earnhardt did it. And the almost exact same angle. So there is something to say about... Yeah, the, when, uh, when Blaney hit, it was... Uh... I want to say carbon copy of Earnhardt because Earnhardt was all the way at the bottom of the turn and went up, but it was hit. I think Blaney's hit. I can't say it was harder, but it was fucking hard. He hit. Oh, it was hard. extreme, and I hate to you know, it's if you watch Denny Hamlin's detrimental. I had watched some clips today, and he was saying Ryan Priest is like the guinea pig of this next gen car because of the Daytona the Daytona crash and the Talladega crash he had with uh, Kyle Larson. The T-bone he had with Kyle Larson at Talladega. Uh, Ryan Blaney's another guinea pig because of that crash and the one he had uh, a month or so back where he hit the inside barrier with no uh, safer barrier oh, that on it. Was, yeah. yeah, that was so both NASCAR's fault. Both of them are guinea pigs. And, um, you know, the car, yeah, it's getting better over time, but I think... The Hans device and all the stuff in the car is saving them more than the car because it's not the exterior no. of the car. Well, 
Any other time a flip like that would happen, it would be a shell of the car because it would have torn apart and all the energy would have gone to the car being disintegrated instead of being sticked together. Well, that car shouldn't. Rusty rolls is bad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The, There's all, nothing left but the roll cage. And and people are like, that's bad. Like, actually, that's good because all the energy is going to those parts or dis dissipating. If yes. And all, all those parts staying on the car. And Denny Hamlin made a good point, and I noticed it, but I didn't really think much of it. Is right after the first roll, the side window was down of the next gen car, and the roof hatch was gone after the first gen. Denny's like, that's no good because one of his hands He's went, you know. Well, they said the escape hatch didn't work either. Yeah, it, well, it that. flew off. Yeah, no, it didn't work. They couldn't get it open to get him out. It, it was they gone. Be... It was gone. Uh... It probably was mangled, but it was gone. Watch it. It's gone after the when it after the first flipped, and it, it was gone. Okay. Denny Hamlin says it's flimsy piece of aluminum. It's not well, steel. Maybe they'll learn like they did with the passenger side of the car yeah. with Larson at, what, Talladega? Yep. Where they, they went back and reinforced yeah. it. And then, yep. of course, um, starting in Atlanta, they, they did some more reinforcing with the, the front, uh, front clip, the rear front. clip, and the side so far. The only, yeah. only thing they haven't really adjusted is the, the, the roof and the driver's side. Well, there hasn't been an issue with either one of those up until yeah, now. Yeah, true. Um, but that's pretty much the race results. Uh, hold it. Who? I had it wrote down. It's either Ham Truex. Truex is your regular season champion. Well, here's the, here's how. the here's the funny part. I I didn't notice until it was brought up on Twitter or something. Last year, Chase Elliott won the regular season championship, and and uh, Martin Truex didn't make the chase. This year, Martin Truex wins the normal regular season championship, and Chase, and chase. didn't didn't make the chase. Yeah, I know. I've seen a lot of the same exact comparison between Chase and Bubba. So it, I, I don't I don't want to hear the Bubba bullshit because he only got in by default because of three other drivers got penalized for points. Well, they 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 did a comparison even with Chase not winning a race if he hadn't have missed those six races on injury plus the suspension and just averaged fifteenth place, he'd have beat Bubba by on points so um it is what it is but i didn't mean to go off in too much of a tangent but i i just my my whole point about this regular season i mean i'm not happy chase didn't make it don't get me wrong i'm just not disappointed at all and kind of going Phew. that because like you said that that waiver thing needs to go away um for the playoffs, uh, and I don't know if this is how they're ranked or not. It's just the way the brackets are. Uh, you got Byron, Truex, Hamlin, Busher, Bush, Larson, Bell, Chastain, Keselowski, Riddick, Logano, Blaney, McDowell, Stenhouse, uh, Harvick, and Wallace. Everybody has a win except for uh, Keselowski, Harvick, and Wallace. They pointed in. 
And that's that. We'll get back to that in a minute. Uh, again, I just to recap, I, I thought it was it was a very inner, like I said, it was a little slow in stage one. But after that, it just, I, I was glued right down to the end. It, just absolutely glued. Um, it was, I mean, a lot of excitement, a lot of good racing, and there was racing everywhere. Three wide at times, uh, extended two wide all, most of the time, but, uh, Um, one thing I want to mention at the top and get it over with, um, Kurt Busch, who is one of my heroes and favorite drivers, clear back to his Roush heyday times, uh, has announced that he is retired. I'm sure everybody's heard about it by now, but he said that his medical team doesn't feel comfortable for him ever getting back in a cup car, so... He's just going to, I'm sure, step into some kind of uh, role with 2311 as a mentor or... He is such a strategist and so good at understanding what a car needs when he's in the car. Uh, and he's always been that way. It'll be interesting what kind of impact he ultimately has with... Uh, Riddick and, and Bubba to getting those cars better. Uh, and I think he, he'll he do well. And one other thing, uh, a little factoid here that I don't think he's given credit enough for. He's the only driver in NASCAR history that has won a race at cup level and four different manufacturers. He has won in Dodge, Chevy, Ford and Toyota. Nobody has ever done that before. Yeah. So I, I just I just think that's a really cool thing about him. Um oh back to the race real quick. You pick Justin Haley, I pick Chase for the win. I get that one. You pick Dylan as the dark horse and I pick LaJoy. I get that one. So I beat you this week on that. Um, one other little... was very surprised. It was announced after we did our podcast last week that Trevor Bain was going to race in the Xfinity for uh, Joe Gibbs Racing. And with the story found out, he's racing three more races. I'm not sure what races those are. But that boy was class of the field until he got wrecked. Yeah, yeah, it was... Um, it was like he never stepped out of that car. It was an insane how good he was running. I wouldn't be uh, surprised because it's kind of off topic. Uh, colleague, it said they filled the 31 car, and it's not people who, what people expect. So imagine Trevor Bain went to that car. Well, you know, something I found out, and I, I am a Trevor fan. I didn't know he had multiple sclerosis until this week. Um, I, I made a post on NASCAR only on Facebook that I don't know why somebody over these years, especially after winning the Daytona 500 for the Wood Brothers and beating, well, I don't know, beating, but finishing ahead of Jeff. Jeff did push him a little bit in that to make it happen. 
why nobody signed him up. And then all these other people came in and, you know, everything from he's got the coffee company to where he wants to spend more time with his family. And then somebody jumped in and said, well, you, you do know he's got multiple sclerosis. I was like, what? I didn't know that. And I didn't respond. I looked it up. It's true. He, he has been diagnosed with MS. I don't know what that. And I wonder if that has something to do with him not racing full time. Because, again, in the early stages of that disease, you can be okay and then you can have a bad day. And, you know, is there a team that wants to take a chance on him not having a bit bad day on a race? We, I don't. But I was shocked when I saw it. And I didn't. I thought I knew pretty much, I don't want to say everything, but a whole lot about Trevor Bain. Did not know that. So, all right, what do you want to talk about? Uh, I don't know. There's not much. I know we're early on Tuesday. There's not much going on. Talked um, about most of it already. Well, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blaney's hard hit with Gibbs. We We kind of talked about that. Uh, I don't know if there's, it took out a lot of cars in that, that what 16 cars. I believe they said it took out. Well, there was, it was the front. So yeah, it was just, everybody, it took everybody out. A lot of people. Yeah. Um, Hamlin's crew cost him once again, they messed up. Um, attendance. There was some empty seats there. Quite a few. Need to put it back on Fourth of July, boys. Oh yeah, best. yeah. The one thing that was funny and nobody knew what was going on was Brad Keselowski doing his little donuts in the out uh, the caution. You didn't, didn't see any of that. He's doing I missed that one. He was when they went the red flag after Priest's uh, crash. He was doing circles. Why? Uh, I'm gonna tell you. I'm going to try to find a video and show you. Maybe. Oh, crap. Well, after, um... Can't even spell his name. Latest. Come on. There's got to be a video somewhere. Well, he was doing circles because um, they went the red flag and he goes, his car's on fire. He went, my car's on fire. And they're like, well, just try to put it out. He's like, I can't. I'm kind of, you know, whatever. So he started doing circles. Um, put it out? <laughs> to put it out, yeah. That would flame it, I would think. It was apparently it was just the ECU. He said it was the ECU got hot and it started flaming up. Um, But, yeah, he did like 10 circles. 
I don't know if you can see this or not, but this is from the driver's point of view. How did I miss that? Okay. So he's just he's on the back stretch there. Yeah, he's on the back stretch and he's not he's not um doing anything crazy. I'm trying to find a better view of it. Um so you can see it from like an actual uh actual um camera instead of an in car. Yeah. Oh my gosh, where is it at? I'll have to find it and send it to you later, but um I'm trying to find I can't find anything. Okay. But yeah, they they he's like, what's he doing? He's just going in circles. Nobody knew oh nobody knew what he was doing besides him and his team. Everybody thought he was like bored and he's like, No, I'm on fire. He gets very impatient when he's red flag down the the back stretch at Daytona. Remember he uh when Montoya hit the uh blower and yeah. he was the first one to tweet well that's that's, it's, that's funny because um that's what uh uh alex bowman said he goes you know if we had if we had uh, our phones louder in our cars recording that and putting it on social media it would be huge <laughs> it would it would I, I think that that night when he did that after Montoya hit the jet blower is what kind of put Twitter on the map. I don't know what year that happened, but I Twitter, I had to what the hell's Twitter? Yeah. All I knew was Facebook, but now it's X. Uh anyway, that, that Ryan Priest uh chewed up a little bit. When he when he got air he barrel rolled ten times. One at one point he did like four in a in the air. I I was watching that I was like, oh this I don't care, that's gonna be bad. And he got out. Like I could not believe that he got out of that car. And even more so that he's gonna be in the car at Darlington this coming weekend. If that's true, that boy is gonna be. He has to. He's gonna be sore as hell. He's got to be sore, yeah. Um, there's no two ways about that. It's un it's just unbelievable that I don't know. That was one of the well, I don't want to say one of uh but it it's definitely top 20 bad wrecks that I've seen down there. It uh it was incredible to watch. Yeah, that was when I when it happened. I you know they showed the the blimp view. You didn't see it was that bad, and then they showed and it, it just the way 
they were. It didn't matter. He was gonna flip anyways and spin and whatever. But like the grass, I guarantee you that grass is gone next year. It's gone. That grass caught, and that's what made it flip. I don't doubt it. Um, it's. I don't know. Is it? Okay, I got that up. That was just that was insane. That was, and then again, Blaney and Gibbs, uh, or Gibbs collecting Blaney. All right, um, everybody knows all about that stuff. They've already seen it. Um, a little bit of news. Uh, Carson Hosevar has been announced in the number forty-two for. Uh, Legacy at Darlington in place of Noah Gregson, uh, which, hey, take the opportunity, see, you know, what you can do. The other thing that I found interesting, it just broke yesterday or this morning, I don't know, that the crew chiefs and crew for Austin Sindrick and Harrison Burton are going to swap. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, what? If if one or the other is not performing for Cindric or Burton, what good's it gonna do to swap them? I I just don't C- get Cindric and and Burton. It they're not in the chase, so it doesn't matter. Might as well try things, see if it helps. Yeah, but Cindric won a race or two last year with this guy. He only won run race, and that was Daytona. No. I thought that was interesting. All right. Uh, anything else you want to discuss at all? Uh, I, I'm really out of things. I mean, it was a great race and all that. Now we start the playoffs. No, I don't have anything. I, I'm looking. There's... Everything's obviously on the Ryan Priest stuff when I look up news. Yeah. Huh. All right. Who are you picking? Uh, let me. I just went ahead and got this. Uh, Darlington. Going with average finish. Uh, the top 10. Uh, the top four with 10 races in the in the last. Well, they're going with the last 10 races. So if they participated in all 10, uh, Harvick is 6.3 average finish. Logano is 8.7. Hamlin, 9.9. Keselowski is 11.0. Kyle Larson, uh, he's only had seven races at Darlington. Uh, Average finish of 11th, um, but with four top fives. Tyler Riddick has had eight races. Uh, his average finish is 12.5. He's had two top fives. Eric Jones, this kind of surprised me. He, he's actually been there 10 times. His average finish is 12.7, and Eric Jones has won twice at Darlington. I, that just didn't get in my brain box, but it is. Uh, Burton has an average finish of 13.7, but only been there three times. Austin Dillon, 
Uh, 10 times there has 14.6 average finish, and Kyle Busch with 10 times there has a 15.3. However, of the 10 times, he's only finished seven. So he's crashed out three out of the last 10 times, and he's had uh, three top fives. So who are you picking for the win? Uh, I'm going to say Byron. He's going to come out hot. You think so? hope he's a he, he's a championship favorite i would say most wins uh, i'm gonna say bk brad keselowski rfk is hot right now it is just they as an organization um i'm looking for busher real quick see what his stats are but as an organization, and he's been there. Oh, he's horrible at Darlington. Ten times, average finish of 20. He's finished every single race, <laughs> but an average finish of 22, or I'm sorry, average finish of 17.6 and only three top tens. But I, I'm going with Brad on that one. I really think goes back to when we first started the show is like brad wants a win yeah mm -hmm. and this is this is a good track for him uh i love darlington i love the high banks the high speed i love how it punishes the tires the driver uh and is constantly changing as the rubber works in the groove moves up uh it's just, it's a great track. And I'll tell you what, that is on my bucket list, and it's close enough that I can make it happen to get there. But uh, I don't know. Where I'm at right now this weekend, I don't think I want to travel a whole heck of a lot. It's not going to be fun. We've got a, got a storm coming our way, and we still don't know exactly what it's going to do. But according to what we're seeing, it's definitely going to get r rainy and breezy for a while but the only other thing i want to cover is we created uh on nascar.com uh if i want to get so i can walk walk everybody through it they have a new tab it's called the playoff grid challenge if you click on it um well, now my computer's, there he is. Uh, search leagues. Just click on leagues and search uh, Burn It Down NASCAR podcast and NASCAR only league. Join us. Let's have some fun. Uh, I'm trying to, let's see. Well, it's just you and me in it so far. I've gotten a few likes on NASCAR only. But let's see if we can get some people in here and have a little rivalry going on. Uh, we'll give shout-outs. We'll do this. We'll do that. Um, but it'll be fun. Uh, you have to pick before. I think they said it locks. Sunday at 6. Sunday at 6. Because Darlington's a night race? Yeah. It's, it's Labor Day weekend. Race. Yes, it is. 
So in the first round, we've got uh, Texas, Talladega, and Charlotte. And then you have to pick uh, of your winners because, you know, they're going to be points and all this other stuff. So your first choices are between Byron and Truex. Hamlin and Busher, there's some pretty hard choices in here. You don't have to go between them. You, you don't have to pick between them. You just pick your favorites, what your top 12 are going to be. It's not between them. Really? Yeah. It's not between the uh, two. You can pick any of the 12. Who, who do you think to be advancing 12? I just did it. Really? You can pick, I thought you had to p pick no, between. No. It's any of the 12. Uh, any that 12. makes it easier. Yeah, any 12. Okay, so let's do this. Uh, get it started right now, because we got to make the choice before Sunday. When we get, okay, we got Darlington, Kansas, and Bristol on this pick. Then after that, we got Texas, Talladega, Charlotte, Vegas, Homestead, and Martinsville, and then of course the championship weekend at Phoenix. Who's the four that aren't going to be in it when they get to Texas? Uh, the four for me not making it, you're going to not, well, you're going to be surprised by my picks. I said McDowell's not making it. Denhouse isn't making it. Laney's not making it. And Harvick's not making it. Laney. And Harvick. I'm writing this one down. Um, I agree with you on McDowell and Stenhouse. Bubba is not going to get. He's good past. at Kansas. He's he can do well at Darlington. Bristol's probably his Achilles heel. My only thing is he can win at Kansas, and he proves that he's always good there. That's the only reason why I said that. And you know who else isn't going to make it? Hamlin. The boy has several IOUs coming in that I think are going to be cashed out. Yeah. I do. I'm going McDowell, Stenhouse, Bubba, and Hamlin. Not going to make it. That'd be Bubba crazy. just because he's got no talent. No, I agree, but like he, Kansas, is, is he's won there, and he's dominated last year with it, so they're going to take that same setup to the same track. So. Uh, where is... I just saw it, just saw it, just saw it. Mr. Wallace has raced 10 times at Darlington. He's only, well, not only, he's finished eight times. He has an average finish of 20.8. Uh, he's only got one top five and two top tens. He's going to, unless somebody opens the C for him, uh, no. 
I know Hamlin is good there, but it's a perfect track to somebody have a... Oops, sorry about that, Daddy. I hate to be you. Yeah. Uh, like I said, there's a few folks that owe Denny a thing or three. And, I mean, what are they going to do to Chase if he takes him out? Suspend him again? I'm not, I'll just go snowboarding. I don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, if you get... Larson owes him big time. Yeah, Larson uh, does. So, but yeah, there, there you go. I'm, I'm going against the grain there. Uh, McDowell and Stenhouse, I think, are givens. They, they, Stenhouse got in on a fluke through the Daytona 500. He'd have never made it in points. McDowell would have never made it in points. Uh, of course, he's a road car, road course ace, or very good at him. Um, but I'm going with Bubba, just no talent and Hamlin because he's got a, a bullseye on his back. Uh, okay. I haven't filled mine out yet, but I'll stick with what I said when I do. I think this will be fun. We did it last year. Um, I'm trying real hard to get more people in it. Yeah. I know. I don't understand how that NASCAR nation has that many people, but no one joins talk and all that yeah. shit and oh this driver this driver then prove it make the yeah. picks get in the league get in the league so all right um i have nothing more to offer sir neither do i all right uh looking forward to starting the playoffs let's see what happens sunday night race darlington labor day weekend gonna be good i'm done all right, close it out. <laughs>